Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that hello and welcome to the fit and fabulous podcast with me dr orlina I help families create easy habits and systems they love so that they can all feel fit and fabulous without having to think about it. On the podcast, we talk about all aspects of a healthy life. What we eat, my favorite med-style diet, which isn't a diet, but a way of eating, habits, exercise, emotional wellness, weight loss, research, and what the experts say. Most importantly, we talk about how to transform our lives so that we can actually do these things, take control of our health, feel fit and fabulous, and for it all to be easy and fun. You're welcome to sign up to my Healthy Family Eating Systems video, where I explain how easy my system is for providing healthy foods for my family. You can find that at drorlina.com, that's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A.com forward slash healthy family meal plan with a little dash in between those words. If you're interested in my new program, Fit and Fabulous Family, that's launching in August, please email me at orlina at drorlina.com or reply to one of my emails to arrange a time to chat. It's going to be life and family transforming and of course, easy and fun. Now on with today's show. And welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlean Kerrick. I'm super, super, super excited today for two reasons. Firstly, remember that program that I have been going on about, well, telling you a little bit about. It's finally, finally ready. It is called Fit and Fabulous Family. And as you can guess, it is a program that is about creating healthy habits for you and your family so that you can sustain these healthy habits and feel fit and fabulous without having to think about it. So before I tell you a little bit more about that, and I'm not going to go on about it for ages, I'm also really excited today to tell you about the interview that I have done with Poonam. And the two of them tie in really, really well, because as you listen to Poonam's interview, And she talks about her life transformation from when she was 40 to now she's 52 and how she basically changed her life. And I want you to listen to her story and really think, you know what, I could do this. If she can do it, I can do it. And this is the exact transformation that I, or not the exact, but a similar transformation that I want for everybody, that you find these healthy habits that are easy and fun that fit in with your lifestyle so that you can feel absolutely amazing and to teach your children healthy habits. So if you are interested in Fit and Fabulous Family, the program, you can find out more on my website. So the URL is drorlena, D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A.com forward slash Fit and Fabulous Family with a little tag in between, a little dash in between. 
And it's a 12-week program. And what we're going to do is go over the four pillars, which are nutrition, exercise, sleep, and emotions and, and, and emotional wellness. And I really think that emotional wellness and mindfulness, your mindset really is the underlying foundation of making any changes. And you really need to pay attention to that because otherwise any changes that you make are just going to fall by the wayside and you'll just end up going back to your old way of being as soon as you hit any stumbling block. So we'll be looking at all four of those pillars. And at the end of the 12-week program, you will be transformed, enjoying healthy eating, feeling amazing, full of energy, teaching your kids healthy eating and living, and really feel confident that you have made these changes and that they're sustainable and that you love this way of being. Now, one question that I hear you all asking, is this a weight loss program? Well, no, not really. The focus is not on weight loss. However, I find that once you start changing your way of eating to a healthy way of eating, just like Poonam did, you will find that you lose weight. So the focus is on health rather than weight loss. Obviously, the two of them are closely connected. And if you are interested and you want to lose weight, I'm more than happy to chat to you and support you on your weight loss journey. So if you want if you want to find out more about it and you want to chat to me, then you can email me at orlina at drorlina.com. Or if you're on my email list, you can just reply to one of those emails. So just to repeat the URL, it's drorlina.com slash fit and fabulous family. The places are going to be limited and it's only going to be open until the end of next week because the week afterwards we're going to be starting. I think it's the 17th of August. I don't have my diary in front of me. So super amazing. And one last thing, for those of you who are listening on Tuesday slash Wednesday, there is an early bird bonus, which is available until 5pm Wednesday European time. There's a countdown on the page. You can see what it is. I won't tell you what the bonus is. You can pop over and take a look for yourself. So hurry up and check it out. Right, enough of the programme. Let's dive in and feel inspired by this interview with Poonam. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. I hope that you are feeling fabulous. I am super excited today because I have a very special guest for us called Poonam. And Poonam is going to talk to us about her her health journey. And in fact, this is a sort of twin podcast. So I'm doing a podcast here and I'm also going over to her podcast and we're going to chat about childhood and nutrition. So a little introduction of Poonam. She holds a bachelor's degree in psychology and a master's in education. And she has she's a mother of four children, which is kind of amazing when you look at her because she doesn't look like she has four grown-up children. And her podcast is about... It's called Edu Me, and it focuses on bridging the gap between, um, sorry, bridging the gap and fostering a stronger relationship between parents and schools by empowering parents to become partners in schools. But what we're going to talk about today is slightly different, and I'm super excited to talk about this because when Poonam was 40, she decided that she needed to change her lifestyle, and we're going to talk about that. So, Poonam, thank you so much for coming and joining us on the podcast. Oh, I'm so excited to be here, Orlina. It's very exciting to be with you. And thank you for sharing your journey. What I'd really like to do is dive in and go back to when you were 40. May I ask how old you are now? I'm 52. 
Wow, you look amazing for 52. I know people on the podcast can't see that, but I can see her. We're recording <laughs> the video as well. So what I'd like to do is go back to how you were at 40. Can you tell us a bit about how life was and, you know, why you decided that you wanted to make big changes? So I have four children. And at that time, they were, I have twin, my youngest two are twins. So they were eight. I had a 10 year old and a 12 year old. And 2008, 2009, there was the recession that happened and everything was a little tight and busy. My husband owned his own civil engineering company, was working 18 hours a day. And I, I too was working 18 hours a day taking care of the children. And I was not able to find any time for me. And immediately I had turned to junk food. I was eating horrible, horrible foods. Literally, I could eat an entire bag of chips and drink drink three Coca-Colas in one sitting, which obviously is not a healthy way to live. But when I turned 40 and realizing that diabetes and heart disease run on both sides of my family, there was a choice I had to make. Either I was going to continue down this path of unhealthiness or I needed to make a change. And so when you were at that stage eating three packets of chips <laughs> and Coca-Cola, how did that feel to you? Did you know that you were eating unhealthily? And you know, what did you think about making changes? I knew I was eating unhealthily, but I was... Not at that point or before that point, I was not willing to make that change. Something happened psychologically at 40 that made me realize that I probably lived half of my life and I could live it on medication and being ill, or I could at least prolong the onset of heart disease and diabetes. And so something in my brain changed. And so I decided one day in the community we lived, there was a lake that was five kilometers around. And I drove by it every day and watched people every day. And one day I decided maybe I should try running. Walking was not an issue, was not on the table for me because I'm very impatient so I need to get things done quickly. And so I felt running was the faster way to get to five kilometers. And so I just started running from one light pole to the next light pole. And I would run, I would, I'm sorry, I would walk to the next three and then run to the next light pole. I did that all the way around. And in mm, probably six weeks, eight weeks, I was up to running the whole thing. Wow, that's amazing. I've started running now. I, I'm a swimmer by <laughs> by nature. I love swimming. And I've just started running with my children. And we're doing the Couch to 5K app. It's really, really hard work running. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard. And it's very hard to become motivated, especially if you've never exercised in your life. But Did you go every single day? I did it. I started very simply. I did it three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I was just committed to 
those three days until I felt confident to add a day or add more mileage. And so what I did was I had signed up for a a 5K race probably four or five months down the road. And I thought that's enough time for me to get to that kind of uh, distance. And I signed up not thinking much about it until the week of the race. And my younger daughter, who was eight at the time, said, Mom, I would like to run with you. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, she's eight. I'm going to have to run with her. I've been training. You know, I really want to do well at this. So we get to the race and the gun goes off and she takes off. She comes home with this big, giant trophy (laughs) And I just finished. And so it, it was motivating and disheartening all at the same time. But it was, it was a great motivation for me to continue to run because I could do it with her. That's fabulous. And did you carry on running with her? She and I ran races together until I started beating her. <laughs> and, then, and then she stopped. <laughs> So tell us how your running journey continued, because I know you didn't stop running, did you? I did not stop running. So I had found friends to connect with during races. I'm a lone runner. I like to run all by myself. It allows me to completely disengage from the world and focus on nature and just being physically fit. But if I'm running with someone, then I have to talk to someone. And I can't, I've learned I cannot run and talk at the same time. I'm not that coordinated. So I had met people and we were talking one day, and one of my friends said, How about let's run a marathon? And I had only been running about 16 months at the time. And, you know, when you're naive, it's nice because you don't know what you don't know. And I said, sure, I'll run a marathon. I had no idea what I was doing. But I finished my first marathon two years after I started running. It wasn't pretty, but I finished it. That's amazing. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And, and that really has helped me continue to run. So I have run four marathons since then. So that's every three years, I get the courage to try to run another one. And I've run, um, I've taken about over an hour off of my time from my first one to my fastest. That's absolutely incredible. So, you know, again, I'm not fast, but I enjoy it. And for me, it is very um, healing because it's something that benefits me and my health. And there's a lot of adrenaline and a lot of energy that comes from running. I think the same is with with all exercise. I hear lots of people who say, oh, I can't exercise because I feel too tired to exercise. I don't have enough energy to exercise. And I say, no, no, you're thinking about it the wrong way. In my mind, when I'm tired, I think, oh, I need to go and exercise. And it gives me energy. 
It really does give you energy and you don't realize it, especially when you're tired. It's so easy to fall into the trap of sitting on the sofa and eating a bag of chips. It's very easy to do that. And so it doesn't have to be running. It can be swimming like you enjoy swimming. It just needs to be something that is motivating you to get out of your seat, your chair, your sofa, and get moving. Yes, absolutely. And and that inherently, I think, changes how you think about food as well. So, yes, I w- this was going to be my next question. So, you know, you've got your exercise and you motivated yourself. And how did that impact the way you eat? So were you did you carry on eating the chips and the Coca-Cola? I know. I stopped because I realized how much more I had to run to burn off my chips and Coca-Colas. So one Coca-Cola, I had to run... Um, I think three miles. So what? maybe that's, yeah, that's five kilometers. Yeah. And so you know, that's a long ways to go to run off one beverage. So I actually have not had a Coca-Cola in 13 years. Wow. I have to and, say and it's the, not something I like, but... <laughs> no, it's not. And I don't understand how I liked it so much. But, you know, it carries a very unhealthy um, ingredients. It has a lot of unnecessary calories. So inherently, I started to lose weight, not because of the running, but because of the change in my diet. So at that time, when you go back, were you overweight at the age of 40? I don't think I've ever been overweight, but I know that my weight has not been healthy weight. Right. And I think there's a big difference. By changing the way you eat ate so that you were eating more healthily, you just naturally lost some weight. Correct. Correct. And other than giving up the Coca-Cola and the chips, did you see other changes in the way you ate? I, I looked at food very differently in the fact that I wanted to eat the healthier foods because it gave me more energy and it also gave me more food. I could eat more quantity of healthy food or a small portion of unhealthy food. And so the portions of what I was, what I'm able to eat now is much different and larger. So I felt better about that. Now I'm not saying that I don't eat the the chocolate every once in a while or have a, you know, downfall, but that's, that's part of living in moderation as well. Yes, absolutely. I agree 100%. I think another thing I just wanted to highlight that you were saying, you were talking about how you naturally lost weight and it wasn't because of the running. It was because of the way you changed the way you eat. And I will say this to people, that actually if you do want to lose weight, what you really need to look at is nutrition. And I think everybody should exercise, but you exercise to feel fit and fabulous, to get fit and feel fabulous. And it helps a little bit to lose weight, but really and truly, you know, it doesn't really matter where you start making changes. So you started making the changes in your exercise. But I think that you're a prime example of what I call the upward spiral. You know, everything is connected and you start making changes to one thing and you start making changes to another and you gradually just spiral up and start feeling amazing. But it doesn't matter if you start exercise or nutrition, you will gradually improve all of these things. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the things, and, and you know best, is the amount of calories, there's a direct proportion of your weight between the calories you take in and the calories you burn. Now, some of it is genetics. 
I would think. But you know, you're you're a healthy person and you're wanting to lose weight. You know, finding that balance between nutrition and exercise is key. Yes, I think another way of looking at this is when you exercise, you don't actually burn very many calories. If you look at the calories that we use on a daily basis, just by breathing and sleeping and all the things that our bodies do, we use over a thousand calories, depending on whether you're a man or a woman, and you know exactly what you're doing. When you exercise, depending on what you do, you may burn 50 to 250 calories. That's not actually about 200 calories is a bar of chocolate. As you say, we're talking about Coca Cola. Did you say it was three miles? Anyway, it's a significant it, It's a long ways to run off something that is a very short term reward. You feel your yes, and the other thing I see as well is once you make changes to nutrition and you start eating more healthy, then actually I find that you enjoy these healthy foods as much. You know, I think, oh, we're going to have to eat on Saturday. I'm going to go to Bailey and buy these cakes. You know, there's anticipation for it. I'm going to eat my cake. I'm kind of disappointed. I'm like, no, not really as exciting as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I agree. I agree. You know, I used to love cake. But now I will have one or two bites. And okay, it's, it's just feeling that um, level of satisfaction that you indulge a little bit. Yes. That you're not depriving yourself. And I think that's really... Another piece of the mindset is you should not feel like you're depriving yourself. You should be energized and indulge in in a reasonable manner. Yes, exactly, exactly. It's not about deprivation, but it's about getting that balance right. So yes. I have another question for you. Sure. How do you think you feel now compared to how you felt before you made the new changes? Oh, I'm younger. The number doesn't say anything to me. You know, the age, my age at 40 and my age at 52 is very different. I am mentally, emotionally, physically much stronger than I was at 40. And it is because I made a conscious decision to change my life that has truly empowered me to go on and do different things. I don't think 12 years ago I could have sat and had this conversation with you. Because I was not in a mental space of confidence to be able to do so. So running has given me a lot of confidence. And it happened to start at 40, but it can start at any age. And how do you think, how difficult do you think that journey was? I know all journeys have their ups and downs. So it's, you know, a journey is never super easy. But really, was it easy to make those changes or was it difficult to make those changes? I think once I made my mind up, it was easy. But getting to the point of deciding I was going to make that change was hard. Why because was? I think we're all creatures of comfort. We're all used to our routine. We fall into a sense of um, comfort, and we like that. And to change any piece of that is difficult at times. But for me, I knew that I was looking at diabetes and heart disease square in face, and it was going to be an urgent if I did not change. So for me, it was very important to, to what I was doing and decide which path I wanted to go down. The other was that I had four children, and if I wanted to be healthy for them, I needed to be healthy. And th- that was not the path I was on. I wanted to grow up and see my grandchildren. So, Absolutely. And I think another really important point is that I would say the best way to teach children healthy living is to demonstrate healthy living. So if you're sitting on a couch eating potato chips and drinking Coca-Cola, that's actually what you're teaching your children to do. Whereas if you're enjoying a healthy, amazing life, that's what you're teaching your kids to do. You know, we, we want to know how to do that, but it's actually super easy in that we just have to get on with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think after the age of 40, we do not bring one um, Coca-Cola in the house. No, no carbonated drinks at all. We, because if they're not there, then there's no... Um, reason to go out and drink it. 
Yeah, if not, we will have an amazing conversation with us. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will. So what would you say to people who are you know, in a place that you were in four years ago, so sorry, 40 years ago, when you were 40, you know, they're scared of making changes. I think one thing is that fear of the unknown, like thinking I can't do it, and what's it going to look like on the other side? So how would you encourage them to have courage to take the first step? I think the first thing that I would say is do not be afraid to fail. Because run is good for me. It could not. It may not be good for you. You're a swimmer, Olina, and I cannot swim. I mean, I can't swim, but not for exercise because that's not my thing. Um, so I would never be able to do a triathlon because that's not the swimming is not part of what I'm able to do. So I think not being afraid to fail and realizing, let me rephrase this, not being afraid to start and then failing and regrouping is an important part of growth. And so if you want to start something and you're not great at it, it's okay. If you like it, that's great. If you don't like it, move on to something else. And just like you're starting to run and you're saying running is hard, every exercise is hard. It's important to find what works for you. And and realize at some point that we're not going to be Olympic athletes. You know, we, we're doing it for us and not for someone else. So wherever you are on the success scale is very important. And you have to be okay with that. Yes, absolutely. I 100% agree. And actually, I would go a step further and say, you know, if you're starting something totally new, you have to be prepared to not be any good at it. Like my kids always say this to me, Mom, I don't know how to do this. I just, I can't do it. And I'm like, that's because you haven't learned yet. That's the process of learning is getting better and you know, obviously we're, we're born knowing very, very things. There's not very many things that we can do. So everything we do, we learn. So if we're doing something new, chances are we aren't going to be any good at it. And that's absolutely fine. And I think as adults, we have to remember that. I think it's easier for most of us to tell our children that, but we're not good at taking our own advice. So Yes, that's very true. That's very true. So thank you so much for coming and chatting to us. If you would like to tell us a bit about where people can find you and the services that you offer, that would be fabulous. Okay. So um, my name is Poonam and my podcast is EDU Me. You can find us at www.edu-me.net. Um, you can find us on G, I'm sorry, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn. We try to cover all of our bases. And my email is theedume at gmail.com. Fabulous. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you. It's been so fun. And I'm looking forward to talking to you about nutrition. Fabulous. Fabulous. And I will leave the link in the show notes as well so that people can check out both. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. There you have it, guys. Poonam, thank you so much for coming and chatting to us. I hope that you feel as inspired as I do by Poonam's interview. And I hope that you really take away those benefits that she got from making those change. So she started to feel more confident. She had these knock-on effects of healthy eating, and demonstrating healthy eating for her family and feeling younger. Let me just remind you what she says. She says, my age at 40, my age at 52 is very different. I am mentally, emotionally and physically much stronger than I was at 40. And it is because I made a conscious decision to change my life that has truly empowered me to go on and do different things. 
that is what I want for you. So just a reminder, if you're interested in Fit and Fabulous Family, the 12-week program that is launching in a few weeks, well, starting in a few weeks, then come and check it out at drorlina.com forward slash fit and fabulous family with a dash in between each of those words. And if you want to chat to me beforehand, because you've got doubts or questions or think, is this right for me? Then email me at orlina at drorlina.com or reply to one of my emails. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will be back next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you found the podcast helpful, I really appreciate it if you share it with any of your friends who are interested, which helps me to get the word out. And just a reminder, if you want to sign up to the Healthy Family Eating Systems, where I explain how easy my system is for providing healthy foods for my family, you can grab that at drorlina.com healthy family meal plan with a little dash in between. And if you're interested in my new program, Fit and Fabulous Family, it's launching in August. Please email me at orlina at drorlina.com to arrange a time to chat. Thank you so much and have an amazing week. I will be back again next week. Goodbye.